Flora had seen him walking into the house for sale, and she knew why he was there. She had suspected for months now that he was having an affair with the girl he had worked with for just a few short months before she'd gotten another job, this one in real estate. She chuckled, though her heart was wounded. It had certainly been convenient for the two lovebirds. When she wasn't showing houses to other clients, Michelle Rose was setting up appointments to meet with Flora's husband and to show him property that interested him very much. Flora sighed. She couldn't deny that the girl was attractive and younger than her, with dark hair that framed a face that was perky and beautiful. Michelle had a bright smile and big hazel eyes that made her whole face light up. Flora imagined that face right now, next to her husband's, as they fucked in the house for sale. She sat in her car and thought of how listless her own sex life had been, how often they'd been fighting lately, how sensitive he seemed to everything she said or did. It was almost as if he was looking for an excuse to move past her and be with this new love. He probably found it easier to be with her. He had no history with her and he was older and could be her hero. Flora had seen the darker side of his personality and knew what a lifetime with him was like. She sat in her car and waited for Fred to emerge. She was angry, but surprisingly, the hurt was stronger than the anger. She supposed she never should have expected monogamy with someone so enamored with the world of sexuality. Fred had never led her astray in believing that he felt one woman was what made him happy. He had tried over and over to get her to have another girl share their bed, or at least do a lap dance for them, but then at the last minute, Flora always balked. Well, she guessed that all that hesitancy was now going to cost her the marriage. Twenty-four years down the toilet. It made her so unendingly sad that she couldn't find an end to the ache in her heart. But she'd come up with a plan. When she had finally received proof of the affair by hiring a cheap investigator who had come to her house and spread the seemingly endless photos of her husband's indiscretions with this girl all over the table, she had sat for a long time, wanting to cry, but too numb to do so. Thankfully, she was spared any explicit photos, just pictures of them leaving houses and hotel rooms and a great many kisses on the cheek. There was obvious intimacy, though, and it was overwhelming. Finally, the tears had come, and they had washed away twenty years of hard-won love and any sense of security and faith they had built with each other. And then she had thought about what to do. So now she sat here, waiting to see her husband walk out, possibly in the arms of this girl who seemed to have no problem taking a married man and destroying his and his family's world and she knew she had to be strong to put her plan in motion. She was about to duck down and grab her phone that had fallen on the passenger floor when she saw him. There was no mistaking him after all those years together. You don't spend 20 years together and have children together and share everything intimate about your soul with a person and not be able to know them as they walk outside into your view. And then the girl was there as well. She was not especially tall, Really, pretty petite, and she was very lean and athletic. 
Flora frowned. She knew she wasn't what she had been when they first met, a former long-distance runner on her high school's track team that was a tiny 107 pounds, a lean, mean running machine. It was funny how having four kids could make your body look like a ring of donuts stacked one on top of the other. It was something that plagued her because she really only had trouble with weight after the birth of their last child, Chucky. Still, she knew she was no match for that little thing that was now throwing her arms around Flora's husband and giggling in his ear. She hadn't been any real competition for quite some time. Finally, the agony of watching the two of them together was relieved by Fred getting into his car. The little pixie bent down to give him a final kiss on the cheek, and then he drove off, supposedly to his family back home.